Well, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank God for everyone that is having this opportunity to join with us once again here on the Creating a Prayer Culture for God Prayer Live podcast. Praise be to God. Thank God that you took time out this morning. Amen. To just give God the glory. Give God the praise. Amen. Give him all the honor. Amen. As our intercessory prayer warriors, gatekeepers, overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony has went forth. Amen. And we truly thank God. Amen. Because we believe and we have faith to believe that it, <coughs> it is a sweet smelling aroma in the nostril of God. As we open up our eyes this morning, our mouth to speak and declare his benefits, amen, and all of his goodness and his love and kindness, which he has so much drawn us to him, praise be to God, to be able to operate, to be able to live, to be able to live and not die, but declare the words of the Lord in the earth. So we thank God, amen, that we're on once again this morning. Here's a new month, praise be to God. Yesterday was a was the last month <coughs> uh, in last day in June of yesterday. Now we're here, July the 1st of 2022, 6 o'clock a.m., lifting up our voices unto the Lord. Praise be to God. Giving him the honor where honor is due. Praise God. Giving God, amen, all the praise and the glory and honor for giving us another day amen a day we never seen before a day praise be to god that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it hallelujah isn't it awesome amen to wake up to the to the sound of voice of triumph amen to the voice of god that we have the victory praise god we have the victory we have the victory through jesus christ who is the Lord of Lord? Who is the King of King? Who is the Alpha and the Maker? Who is the first in the end? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for being our Savior. This world, we needed a Savior. And God heard the cries of his people. He loved us so much that he gave his one and only begotten Son as a ransom for all of our sin. And once we <clears throat> confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross for all of our sin, that on the third day he rose from the grave with all power in his hand, that he sit at the right hand of the Father as our high priest, intercessory, prayer warrior, gatekeeper, listening, taking heed of what we're doing and what we're saying. Amen. He is the last sacrificial lamb for all mankind. And we thank God, amen, that he continued to pour out his love through his love and kindness. He said, have I drawn thee, amen, through his love and kindness, his charity, his love, you know, as his charity has been poured out, amen, as he has instructed us to love our neighbors amen charity as to love to neighbors well who is my neighbor my neighbor is anyone that i come in contact with whether it be social media whether it be face to face any type of verbal action where there's a conversation going back and forth between two individuals 
My neighbor is the one that I pass by going into the shopping center or going to the to the doctor, to the physician, or riding down the road, looking over the other side over there, seeing who's in the vehicle over there, watching. Those are my neighbors. And he said, we got to show charity. Amen. And with God's love, it comes with discipline. Discipline. Amen. There's a lot of consequences that comes with not being disciplined unto the Lord. Praise be to God. So as we get ready to dive into the word this morning, my name is Pastor Eric Davis. I'm the pastor along with my lovely and beautiful wife, Pastor Phoebe Davis, here at More Than Conquered Warrior for Christ Ministry, where we have established a virtual platform, live screen, amen. And we could not have it done possible unless we thank God for our pastors, Pastor Lester Sharon Hayes of New Freedom Christian Ministry and the ministers, praise be to God, and all of our listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining with us and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world. Amen. And this is putting a smile on God's face because God smiles on his small beginning. This is God's small beginning. This is what God is doing. And he's using us as his children. As his disciplined children. And yes, we got a long way to go. Oh yes, we got a long way to go. We, are, we and none of us have arrived. But we thank God <clears throat> that he disciplined us by sending us his love. each and every day to be able to wake up and open our eyes so that we may see, open our ears so we may hear, open our mouth so we may declare the works of the Lord in the earth, open our hearts to receive. God took off that hard callous off our heart when we was living in the world. We was profiting everything and yet we was losing our soul. But I thank God that the light went off. Praise be to God. The light of Jesus. It showed up and it came before us. And his countenance outshining every type of darkness and evilness. Is because of his discipline. Because we love to serve the Lord. Amen. A faithful servant. A willing vessel. To make themselves available unto the Lord. Amen. Our goal is to win many souls as we can for Jesus Christ. Putting fresh souls in heaven. Not counting numbers. Not counting heads. Not about how many people, you know, come to our church. And, you know, there's a lot of people that's going to church, but church is not in them. And they're building bigger churches, bigger, bigger buildings out there. But that's only a place for a sinner to hide, to hide up in the raptor, hold the head down, walking in. So the, the reverend or the pastor, whatever they want to call themselves, you know, can't see what they're doing. But thank God, amen, that God has placed the church inside of us. We're brick and mortar. It can't even contain who God is. There's not, there's not a, enough 
space on this earth or in the atmosphere to contain God in the building. Jesus said, go out into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. According to the book of Mark, chapter 16 and 15. Go out. Amen. Out in the world, in the nation, and preach my gospel, his gospel. So as a disciplined, obedient child of God, what do you think we're going to do? We're going to do it, and we're doing it. The word is going out. It will not return void, but it will accomplish the very thing in which God has sent it out to do. Because out of his mouth, God speaking, a mouthpiece, a verbal, a dialogue, communication that goes out, but it will not return void. It's going to go out. And it's going to accomplish the very thing on which God sent it out to do. Why? Because we seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. Seek his kingdom first, his spiritual kingdom and all his righteousness. Then he said, all these things shall come unto you and I. But it can't go out unless we preach it, unless we teach it. Unless we go strictly by sound doctrine. The discipline is in the word because the word discipline us. When our body, when our flesh is weak, of course it is, but the spirit is always willing. The flesh don't want you to look at the word. The flesh wants you to look at more of what's going on in the news. You know, there's over a million different news channels out there. And more people are looking at what's happening in the news more than what they're reading the word of God. Amen. Before all of this social media came apart <clears throat> with different types of modern technology, you know, but thank God we got it. Amen. Thank God we got Google search. Thank God. Praise be to God. We got different social medias and platforms. But I thank God even more that we have a hard copy of the King James Version, the King James Bible that gives us all 66 books of the Bible, the book, the chapter and the verse. That we can turn the pages i got coffee stains on my bible i got <clears throat> food stains on my bible you know ain't got so many coffee stains and food stain on my computer but i still got those stains in there i got tear stains i got sweat stains in my bible because of dedicating and Getting back to the basic, being disciplined in God's word, you know, not being, you know, just thrown into a bubble. We don't know what's going on because as long as we stay in God's word, God is informing us everything that's going on. Remember, he said, according to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, 11, the King James Bible, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans of peace. And not evil plans for you and I to have an expected end with a hope and a future. God knows the plan. Amen. All we have to do as obedience, children of God, because it's better to obey God than obey man. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Sacrifice, amen. Yes, sacrifice that time, sacrifice uh uh, uh you know your schedule, your time frame.
and pour out more charity. As we've been talking about the love of God, God's love, God is love. His love is unconditional. His love is charity, which is meaning in the Hebrew language. Charity. Amen. So I'll be talking about this morning about God's love and also from last night, praise be to God, on our Thursday night wisdom call Bible study. Let's talk about the word discipline and chasten because we know if we don't know now, we know now. If we didn't know before, we know now that God chasing those who we love and chastisement doesn't come, you know, with a great feeling like, here I am, I want you to whoop me, I want you to not, you know, I want you to not spare the rod, you know. A lot of times, I think some people be looking for it, you know. When you do wrong, you expect to get disciplined. You expect to get corrected, you know. Even as a, a, a what they call, what we call grown-ups, okay. But there's still some immature Christians that is out there. Immature. But Paul said when I was a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, immaturity. He's talking about spiritual maturity. Amen. Because just because you are 60 to 70 or over 50 years old, don't mean that you're matured in God. We see that is happening today. Childish way. They reason like a child. They thinking like a child. You know? But Paul said, when I became a man, I put away my childish ways, my childish thoughts, my childish reason. That's the old man. I'm a new creature. Those old things are passed away. Behold, look, we expected for new things are yet to come. They are coming. They are before us. But it takes the discipline of God to withstand all of the walls of the devil. Uh, our thoughts and our imagination. That's why we got to cast those things down. Cast down every thought, every imagination because our weapon of warfare is not common, but it's mighty through God of pulling down strongholds. God pulled down those strongholds. We can't do it on our own. We can only go so far. We get tired. We get weary. We get frustrated. But it is God, amen, that's pulling down those strongholds. How did I learn that? Because I'm a disciplined soldier in the army of the Lord. I served my country for 22 years, faithfully. Enjoyed every bit of it. Sometimes it was rough. Sometimes I'm like, wow, you know, it's something I've never done before. Places I've never been before. Never thought I could be able to sit around and meet people from different cultures, from Asia, from Africa. From Iraq to Afghanistan, people that I just seen on the TV. But now I'm standing right here talking to an elder of the village and how we can provide him with tools and things that is needed to be able to farm his land instead of growing, you know, poppy and drugs and come out of that black market. You know, teaching them, showing that charity. You know, as we, as we veterans, as we, you know, we retired out of the military, you know, we're still a soldier, you know, we're still a soldier, you know, just cannot forget about the discipline that I received when I was in the military, you know, I don't want to forget about it, 
because it taught me even more how to depend on God, how to trust God, you know, trust God in my finance, trust God in my emotion, trust God in my physical, trust God in my spiritual, trust God in my career, my occupation, trust God in my intellectual, trust God in my social, amen, how to always depend on God. I depend on God when I was in, I'm depending on God even more while I'm out. And as the army always say, you know, the army keeps rolling along. Because once a soldier, always a soldier. But now that I have transitioned into God's army, full time, dedicated, disciplined, obedient, it taught me a lot. It taught me how to be vertical, straight up, holding my head up, chest held high, not sinking down in the middle. Walking upright. Living what his word says. Applying what his word says. You hear the word chastisement, amen, chastise. It means to rebuke, reprimand, severely. Praise the Lord, everyone. Thank you and welcome. Welcome to Creating a Prayer Culture for God, Prayer Line, Live Christian Podcast. We would like to send a special thank you to Anchor Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Stitcher, Podbean, Audible, Player.fm Podcast, YouTube, and Google Podcast. These are platforms in which you can join in and listen to the message as it goes forth. We just want to thank God for allowing us to be able to share his good news. Uh, So please join us. And now let us get back to the message. God bless. You know, some people think that United States Army or the armed forces, you know, because they don't hear about it outside those gates, they think that, you know, soldiers, you know, they don't make no mistake. <laughs> Throughout my life in the military, if I had a quarter for every time that I had to counsel my soldier every single day, pretty much, I'd be a, a billionaire right now. But the the armed forces have a court system called the UCMJ, Uniform Code of Military Justice. And they have to instill that in place because even though you're supposed to be a well-disciplined soldier, you know, supposed to stand in the rain, put your toes on the line, watch what you say, how you conduct yourself outside the post, there still is a system to hold them accountable. We all have to be held accountable. This ain't no man's army. This is God's army. And God, we know, that has placed Jesus Christ as the commanding chief. Then we got to be well disciplined. We got to be chastened. Amen. He's making it out for our good. As we are being counseled, we're seeking the counsel of God. We have pastors. We have overseers, people that hold us accountable, you know, 
checking on us because as a shepherd as a pastor you're supposed to know the condition of your flock amen know what they need because you hear from the holy spirit the holy spirit is is the one that is giving us the leadership and the guidance and bringing things back to remembrance of god's word so as a leader praise be to god knowing the condition of our flock knowing what they're going through because of the holy spirit not because uh we check their facebook page and see what they're doing and you know go to the you know go to their different social media oh they're doing this right here so this is something i got to talk about and preach about on sunday you know what the world called pillow talk we don't do that amen we was accused of that many years ago I don't know where that came from but i know where the source came from it came from the devil because he goes around to what steal kill and destroy and when he sees something as good as happened he see that a, a married couple that's trying to work it out he gonna throw everything that he can possibly in that relationship to get people to doubt god that this ain't gonna work how about we just go and separate separation is not in the bible and god hates divorce but that's how the enemy fight he don't fight fair he's not supposed to fight fair the enemy is not our friend he is our enemy he is totally against god he's the opposite of love what he is is hate what he is is the great fall he missed the mark and there are people out there that is working for him 24 hours some of them even performing overtime you know invent new ways to sin but as a child of God we got to stand firm as a disciplined child of God when we do wrong thank god amen that he chasing those who he loved and as i was teaching last night talking about you know when i came up as a young boy coming up being disciplined by my parents and even by my my elders my grandmother didn't get opportunity to meet my two granddaddies amen but i had an opportunity to grow up with my two grandmothers amen and I can just remember all of the discipline, you know. And back then, you know, even if even if your your mother or your father or your grandmother or your grandfather or your or your auntie, you know, we call our aunt, our uncle, just talking to us, hey man, man, I tell you that that hurt it more than anything, because they would sit down and they were like, okay, I'm gonna give you this discipline. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you. And you know as a young person coming up especially now is the time that we live in right now young people they don't want to sit down and listen you know but we had to go through it amen they sit there for hours and hours talking to us encouraging us letting us know what the words say what god said about the matter trust in god amen you're being trained up in the word you know we we needed that discipline and we surely need it now amen for our young people 
I said 80% of the time when I'm teaching a class, I'm doing more talking. I'm doing more encouraging. I'm doing more discipline because discipline starts at the house. I can't control their temperature at their house, but I sure can control the temperature once they get in my presence. And I'm praying that whatever I say, that it register in their hearts and their mind, that they will not forget about what that person said to them, encourage them, build them up. You know, instead of the world pulling them down, telling them they're never going to be anything, you're going to be just like your old daddy, you're going to be just like your mama, you're going to be just like your granddaddy. He was a womanizer, he drunk, he smoked, he did all these other things, you know, lived outside his marriage. But building them up, encouraging them, that's giving them discipline. Praise God. And a lot of these young people, they think that, wow, you know, they think that we are not in the today's time. But they are sadly mistaken because this is the wisdom that God gives us to be able to teach his word, teach the truth. And what we can fall back on is sound doctrine, is the word of the Lord. Amen. Well, in the book of Proverbs, chapter 13, verse 24, it says in the King James Bible, it says, He that spared his rod has had it, his son. But he that loveth him, chasteneth him, betteneth. Amen. So you, if we spare the rod, if God was to spare the rod, look what will happen. There'll be total chaos all over the whole entire world. But it has to be some discipline. It has to be some correction. We have our laws of the land. You can't just go through a traffic stop and just when, the, when a traffic light is red and you just keep going. Or you just walk in the store and you tell your friend, hey, I'll be right back. And your friend know that you ain't got no money. You going into the store. You say, I'll be right back. I'm going to buy something. And they know you ain't got no money. Just wait right here in the car and I'll be right back. You know? That is not discipline sitting there waiting for your friend to come out of the store or come out of the bank. No, he ain't got no bank account there. What are you going in there for? Drive off. And get as far as way as you can. Discipline is hearing what the Lord is saying. Amen. And if God was to spare spare the rod, there'd be total chaos all over the place. You know, it's trying to control the atmosphere. But thank God for the prayers of the righteous that God has established a platform that he has strategically placed. His men and women and even children, our young people, oh, they have a lot to say. You know, there's some saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, young people that is out there, young generation who love God, who's not ashamed, you know, who's not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And even though we've been in this work for, for more than a minute now, you know, we have to be chastised. We have to be corrected. You know, some people you correct it. You know, first thing come out of their mouth, 
Mm, how can they correct me when they did this right here? And they said this right here. They didn't put the, the, the period behind the sentence. They didn't cross their T's. They didn't they, they, they dot their I's. You know, that's comparing. And that's not a disciplined child of God. You know, the word is used to rebuke us, to reproach, reproof us, amen, to bring us back to the right standing of God. But if we spare the rod, you're going to spoil the child. Amen. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 19 and 18, King James Bible said, Chasten thy son while there is hope, and let not thy soul spare for his crying. Okay. We can cry, we can moat, we can weep. But that still ain't not going to stop God's chasing because he's chasing those who he loves. And it doesn't come with, you know, the graffiti falling out the sky, the ceiling, and, oh, you know, everything is good. No, it hurts, especially when it comes from God, because all we want to do is please the Lord. But it's a battle that's going back and forth. Our mind, this body, these members of this body, this temptation. But he said, I will not allow you to endure no more than you can bear, but I will give you room to escape, give you room to escape from that temptation. So as chasing thy son, while there is hope, let not thy soul spare for his crime. In the book of Proverbs chapter 22 and 15, foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far away. Hmm. The rod of correction. What rod are you talking about? I'm talking about God's rod. Amen. His spiritual rod. He even says in the book of Psalms chapter 23 and 4 in the King James Bible. It says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now how in the world can a rod comfort you you know the rod was used as used as an instrument for the sheeps you know that fell up on the rod to guide them you know to discipline them when they go out of out of range of the shepherd you know no, David was a what an expert, amen. Expert out there smelling like the sheets and you know taking care of God's sheep. It's an instrument of both offense and defense, you know, to be able to guide and discipline the sheep. Don't go over there, just like the Holy Spirit. Don't go there. Don't say that. Okay, that's discipline. That's correction, you know, and also using the defense. You know, you got you got the rod, a scrape bar, especially for it's made of wood or metal. It's like a baton, you know. Any wolf that's coming up or any animal that come up to try to snatch the sheep up, the shepherd would take that rod and bash him side the head, knock him in the head, use it to kill snakes, scorpions, things that's gonna hurt the sheep. That's why God said, you know, in his word. You know, thou rod and thou staff, thou shalt comfort me. You know, 
The rod is used for discipline, but it's also used as an offense for protection. And I know that David, amen, as he said that in the book of Psalms, chapter 23, verse 4, because he knew he was going to be walking through the valley of shadow of death. We walk through the valley of shadow of death every day. We're like sheep sent out to be slaughtered. But thank God, amen, that he is our protector. Thank God, amen, that we paid attention in the class. We didn't go to sleep. We didn't find other things to do. We asked God. We want to dedicate more time with you to please you. Yes, we have to work. I work full time. But I thank God, amen, for the position, for the opportunity. For me to be able to continue to be a light in a dark place. There's a lot of dark places that is out there. But getting up every morning, every morning. And we don't say this because, you know, we want people to know that, you know, this is what we're doing. But it's, it brings great pleasure to just wake up and to wake up to God's voice, to wake up talking and preaching and discussing about the revelation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It takes discipline. And we know by reading in the book of Psalms, chapter 23 and 4, when he said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, he said, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. I'll be with you even to the end of time. Thou rod and thy staff, the rod, the rod of discipline, the rod of correction and staff, the guide. They comfort me. Amen. So chasing, when God chasing us, amen, it's only temporary if you allow it to be temporary. If he continue to chasing, which he's going to always do, because he want us to bring us back to him, to his love. God is a jealous God, and it's not like the jealous here on this earth. You know, people can be jealous of someone else, things, covenant, you know, maybe go out and buy a new vehicle next week. You go out and buy one. You, you see them with a new riding lawnmower. You go out and get a better one. You know, that's, that's, that's covenant. That's jealous because of what someone else got. But we're talking about God's jealousy. He's a jealous God. And he's jealous for his love. Because God is love. And God do not want anything in this world to satisfy us other than him. He's jealous. He's got to have it. Because he is love. He's not willing to share his glory with no one. He will not share his glory with, with no one. And Satan, who was Lucifer, up in heaven, he found that out very quickly. And Jesus said he felt like a lightning. I seen it. He said, I seen it. There was war in heaven, but it didn't get no time zone on it. Because God is jealous for his love, for his children, for you and I. He got to have you all to himself. Who wouldn't love a father like that? Who wouldn't love a God like that? 
that love us in spite of all of our filthy rags. We're like filthy rags before the presence of God. Who wouldn't love a God like that? A father who disciplined his children with his rod of righteousness, the rod of truth, the rod of patience, the rod of just trusting him, the rod of love, charity. And we don't have to walk through the shadow of death in fear because we have this confidence in mind. As Apostle Paul said in the book of Philippians chapter 1 and 6 in the King James Bible, He said, I am confident of this, that this good work that the Lord has started in me shall not be finished until the day of Christ's return. We don't know when Jesus is coming back, but he's on his way. Amen. But we're not, we're not worrying about that because he said he's coming back and coming back very soon. What we're doing is being prepared, being ready, staying ready, staying watchful, being vigilant, whatever encounter that we have with anyone, learning how to control our emotion, control our feelings. Learning how to be a disciplined soldier in the army of the Lord, keeping our toes on the line, always ready and don't get mad and upset when god corrects us or he have people that corrects us keep our minds stayed on him and he will keep us in perfect peace father god in the name of jesus we thank you once again for the wonderful opportunity that we are able to gather on this morning on the creative prayer culture for god prayer line podcast god we thank you in the name of jesus that you have allowed us father god to hear your word this morning father god to prepare us on our day as we will continue father god to talk about the living and the, the original father god the beginning and the end of the revelation of our lord and savior jesus christ we thank you god for chastening us father god because you love us as you said, and according to the book of Revelation, chapter 3 and 19 in the King James Bible, he said, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Amen. As many as I love. Many. God loves us. As many as I love. This is Jesus speaking in the last book of the Bible in Revelation, chapter 3, verse 19 in the King James Bible. He loves us. He said, I rebuke and chasten. Praise be to God. He received us, but he's not going to receive those things that we attach ourselves here on this earth. You're either going to love God, live for God, or live for the world. You're either going to choose life or we're going to choose death. You got to make a choice. But God has placed that. He has called heaven and earth to bear witness for this. For this covenant.
So, Father, we thank you that you speak your love, you display your love. You don't spare the rod. Keep us disciplined in your word so that when people see us, they can see the love of God. When they come to our ministry, come to our church, come to our our program, that they will see the love of God by displaying the love of God. Continue to help us, Father God. Help us to be more like Jesus. Help us, Father God, with our characteristics and our values and our attributes to line up with the same characteristic and attributes and value of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you in the name of Jesus that you have given us this peace in our minds to know that you are our Father, which art in heaven. How will be thy name? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth that is is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our debt as we forgive our debtors. Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For dies the kingdom and the power and the glory, God, it truly all belongs to you. So we give you the honor, we give you the praise. It is in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. And God bless everyone. Amen. All participants are muted. All participants are unmuted. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen.